Section 18 of Mary Schweidler, The Amber Witch. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Mary Schweidler, The Amber Witch by Wilhelm Meinhold. Translated by Lucy Duff Gordon. Chapter 23. How My Poor Child Was Sentenced to Be Put to the Question. After Akta had been sent to the Honorable the Central Court, about fourteen days passed over before any answer was received. My lord the sheriff was especially gracious toward me the while, and allowed me to see my daughter as often as I would, seeing that the rest of the court were gone home. Wherefore, I was with her nearly all day, and when the constable grew impatient of keeping watch over me, I gave him a fee to lock me in together with my child and the all-merciful God was gracious unto us, and caused us often and gladly to pray, for we had a steadfast hope, believing that the cross we had seen in the heavens would now soon pass away from us, and that the ravening wolf would receive his reward when the honorable high court had read through the actor, and should come to the excellent defensio which Dom Syndicus had constructed for my child. Wherefore, I began to be of good cheer again, especially when I saw my daughter, her cheeks growing of a right lovely red. But, on Thursday 25th, Mancis Augusti, at noon, the worshipful court drove into the castle yard again as I sat in the prison with my child. As I was warned, an old Ilse brought us our food, but could not tell us the answer for weeping. But the tall constable peeped in at the door, grinning and cried oh there come there come there come now the tickling will begin whereat my poor child shuddered but less at the news than at sight of the fellow himself scarce was he gone then he came back again to take off her chains and to fetch her away so i followed her into the judgment chamber where dom consul read out the sentence of the honorable high court as follows that she should once more be questioned in kindness touching the articles contained in the indictment and if she then continued stubborn she should be subjected to the pene forte et dure for that the defensio she had set up did not suffice and that there were indicia legitima prenantia et sufficientia et torturam ipsum to wit one malafama two Maleficent Publice Commissum 3. Aperitio Demonis in Monte Whereupon the most honorable central court cited about twenty authors, whereof, howbeit, we remember but little. When Dom Consul had read out this to my child, he once more lifted up his voice and admonished her with many words to confess of her own free will, for that the truth must now come to light. Hereupon C steadfastly replied that after the defensio of Dom Syndicus, she had indeed hoped for a better sentence, but that, as it was the will of God to try her yet more hardly, she resigned herself altogether into his gracious hands, and could not confess aught save what she had said before, namely that she was innocent, and that evil men had brought this misery upon her. Hereupon Dom Consul motions the constable, who straightway opened the door of the next room and admitted Pastor Benzesis in his surplice, 
who had been sent for the court to admonish her still better out of the word of God. He heaved a deep sigh and said, Mary, Mary, is it thus I must meet thee again? Whereupon she began to weep bitterly and to protest her innocence afresh, but he heeded not her distress, and as soon as he had heard her pray, Our fathers, the eyes of all wait upon thee, and the God the Father dwell with us. He lifted up his voice and declared to her the hatred of the living God to all witches and warlocks, seeing that not only is the punishment of fire awarded to them in the Old Testament, but that the Holy Ghost expressly saith in the New Testament, in Galatians 5, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God, but shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Apocalypse 21 Wherefore she must not be stubborn nor murmur against the court when she was tormented, seeing that it was all done out of Christian love and to save her poor soul that for the sake of god and her salvation she should no longer delay repentance and thereby cause her body to be tormented and give over her wretched soul to satan who certainly would not fulfill those promises in hell which he had made her here upon earth seeing that he was a murderer from the beginning a liar and the father of it john eight oh cried he Mary, my child, who so oft has sat upon my knees, and for whom I now cry every morning and every night unto my God, if thou wilt have no pity upon thee and me, have pity at least upon thy worthy father, whom I cannot look upon without tears, seeing that his hairs have turned snow white within a few days, and saved thy soul, my child and confess behold thy heavenly father grieved over thee no less than thy fleshly father and the holy angels feel their faces for sorrow that thou who wert once their darling sister art now become the sister and bride of the devil return therefore and repent this day thy saviour calleth thee poor stray lamb back into his flock and art not this woman being a daughter of abraham whom satan hath bound be loosed from this bond such as his merciful words luke thirteen eat them return thou backsliding israel saith the lord and i will not cause mine anger to fall upon you for i am merciful jeremiah third return then thou backsliding soul unto the lord thy god he who heard the prayer of the idolatrous manasseh when he besought the lord his god and humbled himself two chronicle twenty three who through paul accepted the repentance of the sorcerer at ephesus acts nineteen the same merciful god now crieth unto thee as unto the angel of the church of ephesus Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent. Apocalypse 2 O oh, Mary, Mary, remember, my child, from whence thou art fallen, and repent. Hereupon he held his peace, and it was some time before she could say a word for tears and sobs, but at least the answer. If lies are no less hateful to God than witchcraft, I may not lie, 
but must further declare to the glory of God, as I have ever declared, that I am innocent. Hereupon Dom Consul was exceeding wrath and frown, and asked the tall constable if all was ready, item, whether the woman were at hand to undress Rhea, whereupon he answered with a grin as he was wont, <laughs> I have never been wanting my duty, nor will I be wanting today. I will tickle her in such wise that she shall soon confess. When he said this, Dom Consul turned to my daughter and said, Thou art a foolish thing, and knowest not the torment which awaits thee, and therefore is it that thou still art stubborn? Now then, follow me to the torture chamber, where the executioner shall show thee the instrumenta, and thou mayest yet think better of it when thou hast seen what the question is like. Hereupon he went into another room, and the constable followed him with my child, and when I would have gone after them, Pastor Benzensis held me back with many tears and conjured me not to do so, but to tarry where I was. But I hearkened not unto him and tore myself from him, and swore that so long as a single vein should beat in my wretched body, I would never forsake my child. I therefore went into the next room, and from thence down into a fold, where was the torture chamber, wherein were no windows, so that those without might not hear the cries of the tormented. Two torches were already burning there when I went in, and although Dom Consul would at first have sent me away, after a while he had pity upon me, so that he suffered me to stay. And now that hellhound the constable stepped forward and first showed my poor child the ladder, saying with savage glee, See here, first of all thou wilt be laid on that, and thy hands and feet will be tied. Next the thumbscrew here will be put upon thee, which straightway will make the blood to spurt out at the tips of thy fingers. Thou mayest see that they are still red with the blood of old gushy Bill who was born last year and who like thee will not confess at first if thou still wilt not confess i shall next put these spanish boots on thee and should they be too large i shall just drive in the wedge so that the calf which is now at the back of thy leg will be driven to the front and the blood will shoot out of thy feet as when thou squeezes blackberries in the back Again, if thou wilt not yet confess, holla! shouted he and kicked open the door behind him so that the whole fault shook and my poor child fell upon her knees for fright before long two women brought in a bubbling cauldron full of boiling pitch and brimstone. This cauldron the hellhound ordered them to set down on the ground and drew forth from under the red cloak he wore a goose wing wherefrom he plucked five or six quills which he dipped into the boiling brimstone after he had held them in a while in the cauldron he threw them upon the earth where they twisted about and spurned the brimstone on all sides and then he called to my poor child again see 
These quills I shall throw upon thy white loins, and thee burning brimstone will presently eat into thy flesh down to the very bones, so that thou wilt thereby have a foretaste of the joys which await thee in hell. When he had spoken thus far, amid sneers and laughter, I was so overcome with rage that I sprang forth out of the corner where I stood leaning my trembling joints against an old barrel and cried, O oh, thou hellish dog, sayest thou this of thyself, or have fathers bidden thee? Whereupon, however, the fellow gave me such a blow upon the breast that I fell backwards against the wall, and Dom Consul called out in great wrath, You! old fool if you needs must stay here at any rate leave the constable in peace for if not i will have you thrust out of the chamber forthwith the constable has said no more than is his duty and it will thus happen to thy child if she confess not and if it appear that the valvian have given her some charms against the torture Hereupon the hell-hound went on to speak to my poor child without heeding me, save that he laughed in my face. Look here, when thou hast thus been well shorn, <laughs> I shall pull thee up by means of these two rings in the floor in the roof, stretch thy arms above thy head, and bind them fast to the ceiling whereupon i shall take these two torches and hold them under thy shoulders till thy skin will presently become like the ring of a smoke ham then thy hellish paramour will help thee no longer and thou wilt confess the truth and now thou hast seen and heard all that i shall do to thee in the name of god and by order of the magistrates and now Dom Consul once more came forward and admonished her to confess the truth, but she abode by what she had said from the first, whereupon he delivered her over to the two women who had brought in the cauldron to strip her naked as she was born and to clothe her in the black tortured shift, after which they were once more to lead her barefooted up the steps before the worshipful court but one of these women was the sheriff his housekeeper and the other was the impudent constable his wife and my daughter said that she would not suffer herself to be touched save by honest woman and assuredly not by the housekeeper and begged dom consul to send for her maid who was sitting in her prison reading the bible if he knew of no other decent woman at hand Hereupon the housekeeper began to pour forth a wondrous deal of railing and ill words, but Dom Consul rebuked her and answered my daughter that he would let her have her wish in this matter too, and bade the impudent constable his wife call the maid hither from out of the prison. After he had said this, he took me by the arm and prayed me so long to go up with him, for that no harm would happen to my daughter as yet that i did as he would have me before long she herself came up led between the two women barefooted and in the black tortured shift but so pale that i myself should scarce have known her the hateful constable who followed close behind seized her by the hand and led her before the watchful court 
hereupon the admonitions began all over again and dom consul bade her look upon the brown spots that were upon the black shifts for that they were the blood of old wife bilske and to consider that within a few minutes it will in like manner be stained with her own blood hereupon she answered i have considered that right well but i hope that my faithful saviour who hath laid this torment upon me being innocent will likewise to help me to bear it as he helped the holy martyrs of old for if this through god's help overcame by faith the torments inflicted on them by blind heathens i also can overcome the torture inflicted on me by blind heathens who indeed call themselves christians but who are more cruel than those of yore for the old heavens only caused the holy virgins to be torn of savage beasts by ye which have received the new commandment that ye love one another as your saviour hath loved you that ye also love one another by this shall all men know that ye are his disciples saint john thirteen yourself will act the part of savage beasts and tear with your own hands the body of an innocent maiden your sister who has never done aught to harm you do then as ye list but have a care how you will answer it to the highest judges of all again i say the lamb feareth not for it is in the hand of the good shepherd when my matchless child had thus spoken dom consul rose pulled off the black skull cap which he ever wore because the top of his head was already bald bowed to the court and said we hereby make known to the worshipful court that the question ordinary and the extraordinary of the stubborn and blaspheming witch mary schweidler is about to begin in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost amen hereupon all the court rose save the sheriff who had gone up before and was walking uneasily up and down in the room but of all that now follows and of what i myself did i remember not one word but will relate it all as i have received it from my daughter and other testes and they have told me as follows that when dom consul after these words had taken up the hour-glass which stood upon the table and walked on before i would go with him whereupon pastor benzensis first prayed me with many words and tears to desist from my purpose and when that was of no avail my child herself stroked my cheeks saying father have you ever read that the blessed virgin stood by when her guileless son was gouged depart therefore from me you shall stand by the pile whereon i am burned that i promise you for in like manner did the blessed virgin stand at the foot of the cross but now go go i pray you for you will not be able to bear it neither shall i and when this also failed dom consul bade the constable seize me and by main force lock me into another room whereupon however i tore myself away and fell at his feet 
conjuring him by the wounds of christ not to tear me from my child that i would never forget his kindness and mercy but pray for him day and night nay that the at the day of judgment i would be his intercessor with god and the holy angels if that he would but let me go with my child that i would be quiet and quiet and not speak one single word but that i must go with my child this so moved the worthy man that he burst into tears and so trembled with pity for me that the hourglass fell from his hand and rolled right before the feet of the sheriff as though god himself would signify to him that his glass was soon to run out and indeed he understood it right well for he grew white as any chalk when he picked it up and gave it back to dom consul the latter at last gave way saying that this day would make him ten years older but he bade the impudent constable who also went with us lead me away if i made any rumour during the torture and hereupon the whole court went below save the sheriff who said his head ach and that he believed his old malum the gout was coming upon him again wherefore he went into another chamber item pastor benzinsis likewise departed down in the fold the constable first brought in tables and chairs whereon the court sat and dom consul also pushed a chair towards me but i sat not thereon but threw myself upon my knees in the corner when this was done they began again with their vile admonitions and as my child like her guileless savior before his unrighteous judges answered not a word dumb consul rose up and bade the tall constable lay her on the torture bench she shook like an aspen leaf when he bound her hands and feet and when he was about to bind over her sweet eyes a nasty old filthy cloud wherein my maid has in him carry face but the day before and which was still all over shining scales I perceived it and pulled off my silken neckerchief, begging him to use that instead, which he did. Hereupon the thumb screw was put on her, and she was once more asked whether she would confess freely. But she only shook her poor blinded head and shy with her dying saviour, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani, and then in Greek, the mal the mal iuati me ekatelips whereat dom consul started back and made the sign of the cross for inasmuch as he knew no greek he believed as he afterwards said himself that she was calling upon the devil to help her and then called to the constable with a loud voice screw but when i heard this i gave such a cry that the whole fault shook and when my poor child who was dying of terror and despair had heard my voice she first struggled with her bound hands and feet like a lamb that lies dying in the slaughter house and then cried out loose me and i will confess whatsoever you will 
hereat dom consul so greatly rejoiced that while the constable unbound her he fell on his knees and thanked god for having spared him this anguish but no sooner was my poor desperate child unbound and had laid aside her crown of thorns i mean my silken neckerchief then she jumped off the ladder and flung herself upon me who lay for dead in the corner in the deep swoon this greatly angered the worshipful court and when the constable had borne me away rhea was admonished to make her confession according to promise but seeing she was too weak to stand upon her feet dom consul gave her a chair to sit upon although dom camerarius grumbled thereat and these were the chief questions which were put to her by order of the most honourable high central court as dom consul said and which were registered at protocolum whether she could bewitch yes she could bewitch who taught her to do so satan himself how many devil had she one devil was enough for her what was this devil called Ella considering his name was Desidemonia. Here at Dom Consul shuddered and said that that must be a very terrible devil indeed for that he had never heard such a name before and that she must spell it so that Scriba might make no error which she did and he then went on as follows. In what shape had he appeared to her? in the shape of the sheriff and sometimes as a goat with terrible horns whether satan had rebaptized her and where in the sea what name had he given her whether any of the neighbor had been by when she was rebaptized and which of them hereupon my matchless child cast up her eyes towards heaven as though doubting whether she should fight old lizzie or not but at least she said no she must have had sponsors who were they and what gift had they given her as christening money there were none there save spirits wherefore old lizzie could see no one when she came and look on at her baptism whether she had ever lived with the devil she never had lived anywhere save in her father's house she did not choose to understand he meant whether she had ever played the wanton with satan and known him carnally hereupon she blushed and was so ashamed that she covered her face with her hands and presently began to weep and to sob and as after many questions she gave no answer she was again admonished to speak the truth or that the executioner should lift her up on the ladder again at last she said no which howbeit the worshipful court will not believe and bid the executioner seize her again whereupon she answered yes whether she had found the devil hot or cold she did not remember which whether she had ever conceived by satan and given birth to a changeling and of what shape no never
whether the vowel vein had given her any sign or mark about her body and in what part thereof that the mark had already been seen by the worshipful court she was next charged with all the witchcraft done in the village and owned to it all save that she still said that she knew not of old sidon his death item of little past her sickness nor lastly what she confessed that she had by the help of the valvine rake up my crop or conjured the caterpillars into my orchard and albeit they again threatened her with the question and even ordered the executioner to lay her on the bench and put on the thumbscrew to frighten her she remained firm and said why should you torture me seeing that i have confessed far heavier crimes than this which is will not save my life to deny hereupon the worshipful court at last were satisfied and suffered her to be lifted off the torture bench especially as she confessed the articulous principles to it that satan had really appeared to her on the mountain in the shape of a hairy giant of the storm and the frog item of the hedgehog nothing was said inasmuch of the worshipful court had by this time seen the folly of supposing that she could have brewed a storm while she quietly sat in the coach lastly she prayed that it might be granted to her to suffer death clothed in the garment which she had worn when she went to greet the king of sweden Item, that they would suffer her wretched father to be driven with her to the stake and to stand by while she was burned seeing that she had promised him this in the presence of the worshipful court hereupon she was once more given into the charge of the tall constable who was ordered to put her into a stronger and severer prison but he had not let her out of the chamber before the sheriff his bastard whom he had had by the housekeeper came into the vault with a drum and kept drumming and cried out come to the rose goose come to the rose goose whereat dom consul was exceeding wroth and ran after him but he could not catch him seeing that the young varlet knew all the ins and outs of the fault without doubt it was the lord who sent me this wound so that i should be spared this fresh grief wherefore to him alone be honour and glory amen end of the section eighteen